You are listening to CubeCast, the design ops podcast for design experts and leaders. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to CubeCast, the design ops podcast series from Qubits. I'm Raghu. I'm your host for today's conversation. Uh, Today, there's going to be another interesting topic, ROI of design ops. uh, the way we'll do this today is we'll spend a few minutes on design ops, and then uh, we'll directly jump into uh, the topic of ROI, what design ops results in. And to decode this topic, I have Oro with me. Oro, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Very good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, I know you are extremely held up building the product that contributes to design ops, so it's it's nice to steal 20 minutes of your time to discuss and decode this topic for our audience. So, Auro, uh, you know, like always, I've done some homework, so I thought I'll start with that. Uh, you know, having come from product management and technology background, uh, the ops layer behind dev and product has always intrigued me. So, needless to say, when I heard about this coinage uh, some time back, my curiosity level just skyrocketed. You know, I I uh, ended up spending some time on the subject uh, and, you know, scouting the internet. The most simplistic uh, definition of design ops came from Dave Maloff. I'm sure, you know, you, you, you know him. Uh, he says, and I quote, the intent of design ops is to amplify the value of design. And he, he, he has a very, you know, it's my way of representing his statement as a simple equation. It says design ops is equal to tools plus infrastructure, plus workflow, plus people, plus governance, right? Uh, if you get these things right, you know, your organization will be able to amplify the value of design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to start this conversation by asking you, uh, while it's as intriguing as it is, isn't this, isn't this true for any function? Um, in other words, how would you first define design ops for our target audience? Let's get started there. Thanks, Raghu, for the question. Uh, Dave Malop said uh, amplifying uh, design of simplified design. Design. Uh, the same line Kevin Hoffman said, uh, design P focuses on three P, that is the people, process, and portfolio, whereas design focuses on practice alone. I love what, what Peter Meros uh, said. He said, anything outside of design is design ops. Right? For me, design ops is all about having a framework so that design team can work together towards a common goal and track their progress. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I have to sum this up, design is practice, design op is everything around that practice. Right. Yes. So yeah. this is this is fantastic. Let me shift gears now. Uh, let's assume that, you know, I want to take you little into the future. Let's say, you know, I have set up my design ops in my organization. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, let's say for, for the sake of this conversation, it's working really well, mm-hmm. right? So why is it it's so important for me to track ROI of design ops? What makes that an imperative? Yeah, you spoke about an organization, right? Organization, the, the idea of an organization to, to work together towards achieving something. And uh, mm-hmm. most of the time it's a business, right? Mm-hmm. And ROI is the language or the common tongue of business. Mm-hmm. If you are investing in anything that you need to justify that in investment, the same way 
if you're investing in design ops you need to justify uh, uh, justify why why design ops is important right and for that we need to track we need to have a re- to understand what is the return on investment for the uh, uh, the um, activity that is design ops i mean why you're investing in mm-hmm. design ops I can speak about myself from my previous experience mm-hmm. as a design agency owner. Um, that would be I amazing. Realized, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Sure. Yeah. So I can speak about myself to start with. Right. I, I, I realized that if the market is coming to me for design services, they already know the mm-hmm. ROI of design. We have spoken about ROI of design quite a lot. It's like, it's about increasing user conversion, reduced tech support. Mm-hmm customer loyalty, reduced time to market, uh, reduced errors, a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? training, uh, reduced in reduced uh, cost of training, etc. But mm-hmm. my challenge was not to justify the ROI of design, but everything around making the design happen, because that's why people were coming to me, getting my point. Mm-hmm. So this is all about, do I, do I have the right team? Do I have the right process? How well can I engage with the stakeholders? Can I deliver on time? And will my team stay with me? How do I upskill them? Mm. So in a way, we are intuitively approaching uh, or appreciating the um, ROI of design ops. So without mm. a structured design ops, you know, your large de- design programs could, could, could be a disaster, right? you might end up loading your team with too much of work. So this will impact your team health. If you Mm. don't have a collaboration mechanism in place, it will impact how your team work with each other. This will impact the quality of your design. If the quality of design is is, uh, impacted, it will impact your ROI of design itself, right? Mm. And of course, your strategic direction, you have an idea as to why you want to do it, what you want to achieve. And that is that is also gets impacted by not having a structured design up. So I was listening to uh, John Callon from uh, Salesforce, and uh, mm-hmm. what I inferred from his talks is that uh, by tracking design ops ROI, uh, we can drive prioritization. Otherwise, we'll, we might end up in focusing on low priority work, which is absolutely probably not required. Right? Second mm-hmm. thing is we can scale success. What does it really mean? I mean, we, if you, he, he speaks about a successful design program will help in um, building a design a culture, building a design culture, right? A good design culture will ensure the success of the organization. And the last mm-hmm. part is it, by tracking ROI, it will, you'll, you'll be able to align with the business teams better. Hmm. So you'll have a, you know, great relationship with the business team and you'll be able to build on the design program cohesively together. Got it. So I uh, I think one thing that I would want to ask you before I proceed further is, should I put myself under pressure to start tracking ROI right from day one? Or should I set it up, you know, let that plan be in motion, let me uh, observe it and then, you know, give myself about six months and then start tracking ROI. What would you recommend? How have you done it? Okay, you don't start tracking ROI, but you start tracking metrics, right? ROI is the outcome. Hmm. So I would suggest, yes, you, you need to, you need to track metrics. We can talk about metrics if you, if you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We'll come to that. I, I yeah. have few, I will have few questions about metrics. Yes. Yeah, sure. 
understood got it so uh, another topic that's kind of a sister topic to design is is you know uh, efficacy of design right everybody is talking about i mean if you go and ask any design leader uh, mm-hmm. and ask them hey what is your aspiration from your design team the answer mm-hmm. immediately would be i would want to see higher efficacy of the design outcome right mm-hmm. so can design ops which means the design has to be better that's when you'll have higher efficacy right? right so can design ops lead to better design what what is what are your thoughts around that uh, yeah i mean uh, just imagine that uh, you know you remember who who landed on uh, the moon um uh, first what's what's his name um or neil armstrong yeah neil armstrong yes neil armstrong yeah. landed on the moon let's say he he did, he 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 finished the design does it mean that okay he he did everything right there are a lot of scientists a lot of uh, um uh, ground 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 force a uh, lot of budget political willingness the support of the people a lot of things happened behind behind the scene to make him uh, successful right so mm-hmm. it's it's the same uh, same way i mean design is what you see that is very very external focused right it's very product focused it talks about what you see outside what goes to the market but what happens mm. inside which is internal focused is something design of takes care of it's the process focus mm. if it's done very mm. well if the if it's done beautifully the design will the design outcome will be also very very, very beautiful right um mm. talking about efficacy that you spoke about you know what is efficacy efficacy manifests itself in various ways it it it's, it impacts the behavior right mm-hmm. um behavior of your of your entire team uh, the entire stakeholders in terms of whether they are happy with it whether whether your team is um, uh, that you, your team is uh, upskilling themselves would you are you able to retain themselves a lot of things efficacy can can mean a lot of things uh, in terms of uh, design ops at the same time if the team knows what needs to be done and how it needs to be done they will be able to do a better job of it rather than doing it all by themselves and cooking up something on all on by their own if they can learn from each other and by sharing uh, the best practices or the ideas that another person might have this will also influence how what kind of design that they deliver right yeah hmm. got it i i wish i had a broadcast tool right now i can just broadcast this over the internet so that it can echo because typically you know any operational intervention is always seen as a friction uh, but it makes a lot of sense what you're saying uh, i think you also answered my next question but i'll still insist that i ask that uh, uh, you know can it also create can you uh, can design ops help create better designers right uh, how, if yes i think you said yes earlier uh, i just like to pick your brains on how how is it able to help create better designers yeah ragu yeah it's a good question um can design ops create more productive designers let's understand that um designers work in a certain way right they need a mm-hmm. lot of clarity if they're unclear they will end up spending a lot of time to get that clarity okay mm-hmm. that is the first reason why why they are unproductive most of the time second reason is you know working together if they work alone in a silo without knowing who is doing what um and there is no consistency in 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 the way uh, they collaborate with 
other team members that also reduces their productivity because they spend a lot of time to figuring out how do i communicate with my my colleagues right how do i mm-hmm. get that information from somebody else uh, third one is knowing what i need to do that is the accountability if i know that you are accountable for something i am accountable for something i'll focus more on my work right and reach out to you for the work that you are doing because we are part of the same project design ops exactly tries to address this right it tries to bring in this multidisciplinary team um, uh, to share a common set of objectives and it provides a framework to work together it can be through tools processes or shared best practices yeah uh, this definitely helps a design team in focusing more on productive design work because it um, I, i was reading somewhere i mean a lot of survey has been uh, been conducted uh, recently it says that um designers spend around 3 hours every day on on real design work rest of the 5 5 hours go in spending uh, meetings and many times it's very unproductive right hmm. so uh, if we can give that time for to them so that they can focus on what they do best that is design and they'll be more productive and 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 this is one of the biggest rois because we're setting a good baseline that yes. contributes to uh, higher productivity which in turn contributes to uh, most possibly uh, more work that can be done by a designer in a very accurate fashion hence and the roi way, that yeah. the road to roi is laid right exactly because uh, <laughs> this is internal focused correct so the external focused roi of design is directly linked to the roi of design ops productivity Absolutely. of designers will increase your conversions right customer loyalty or time to market or reduced error etc etc you can just link them up hmm. i think you did your bit to convince me that design ops is important and it will work when it's uh, when it when a, such an initiative is embraced by any organization uh can you suggest we spoke about metrics a few minutes ago and i told i promise you that i'll come back to it can you suggest a few metrics that we can use to measure uh, design ops uh See, metrics are pretty much you know standard right worldwide mm-hmm. if you for for any any function we talk mm-hmm. about performance growth or health or or value mm-hmm. right in case mm-hmm. of design ops i would say let's say team and project performance is one of the metrics mm-hmm. if i look at performance mm-hmm. metrics what does it really mean it means that um, increase satisfaction of all design stakeholder Hmm. are all stakeholders in sync with the design team so how would you know this you would know this by probably a survey or or by seeing you know if there is any if there is no further complaints from the design management or your leadership team that i don't know what is happening probably you have achieved your um, hmm. metrics timely delivery of design um, assets or artifacts right or the design program it should not be any delay you know i'm delayed by one week two week or it's on time or before time this can be mm-hmm. be your um, uh, another performance metric increased mm-hmm. productivity like we spoke earlier more mm-hmm. time to design it will increase the productivity we can say that um which which essentially means um you have more it, higher utilization of talents right design talents number of critics or reviews earlier if you if you are doing a design at the end of the day you are just delivering that design versus mm-hmm. the design has gone through multiple iterations and conversations be, within the team that can be a metric right 
So hmm. that is the team and project uh, performance. If I go to the growth um, as a as a metric, I would say how many successful design programs have we uh, completed? Hmm. Planned versus executed. Hmm. I would say, how do I define successful design programs that we wanted to complete and we completed, right? Hmm. With the objective that we wanted to achieve, we have achieved. Higher collaboration, right? Is there enough conversation going, chitter chatter going between these the teams to, to justify that there is, people are in alignment with each other, right? right. Is there increased or optimal utilization of your team's time and you you plan that 70 percent of your team should be utilized uh, but you see that okay 80 percent is utilized but if it's overutilized then that is something that you should worry about hmm. right uh, you should you should try to track it and you have to reduce it because it impacts your uh, team health that brings me to the third part that is the health health metrics hmm. in this case we speak about health of a team um, I would say happier team. Is your team happy? How would you know? I mean, this can be a qualitative uh, survey, right? You need to understand: Are they, uh, are they, do do they really feel that they are utilized uh, properly, or they are loaded too much? You need to know that. Are they happy doing what they are doing? Um, that will also give you some idea about: Do you want to upskill them, or you need to do something else? Right mix of competencies in your team. Right. Each team can have different composition. That means if um, your team, my team can be very different. Maybe you decided that you should have 30% interaction designer or 20% visual designer, 30% researcher, etc. Keep a tab on your team config configuration and uh, their competencies. Fill up wherever there is a gap. That is also a matrix. Having a healthy <laughs> team with the right configuration and competency mix is very critical. Wonderful. Then, so you spoke uh, about, sorry, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, finish your and The last part sorry. is the value, right? The value is, yeah. um, I see a lot of value in reusing the organizational knowledge pool. Hmm. Right? Are we reusing them? Are we making use of, use of them so that we are reducing on creating too much of recreating the same thing over and over again? Hmm. Yeah, that's, I think that those are the so this is great. Say. You spoke about performance, you spoke about growth, you spoke about values, and then you broke it down further into these, you know, you created those sub buckets. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one thing that I want to learn from your wisdom is if you can take one metric, any one of these metrics that you just spoke about, mm -hmm. and uh, based on your past experience, if you can educate us on how would you measure it? Because in the real world, one thing is to know that these are the metrics and the second thing mm -hmm. is to actually know how to measure them because if you don't mm -hmm. know the latter there's no need to do the former right so uh, for the want of time if you can take any one of the metric a metric of your choice and uh, tell us how would you go about measuring it in the real world yeah okay um okay let's take a very simpler one performance wise mm -hmm. you know number of reviews Right. Hmm. If I if if we give a, say let let's say we are designing a website for example, mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. and uh, we started designing and at the end of one month and we get a design on our table, and in between there is no conversation that has happened, there mm -hmm. is no review that has it has gone through. That shows mm -hmm. if I take this metric that for this particular project how many reviews have I done, 
right? It tells me that okay, I have done no reviews. It's mm-hmm. a very simple. So I would say that this um, um, uh, performance of this particular design project is very low because probably I don't know the quality might still be great, but but the no review has, has actually gone through. Another example, if I if I can uh, give, uh, is the uh, team team loading, right? Mm. Um, let's say you have ten projects running, ten projects running, and you have twenty people in your team. And uh, uh, how do you know that uh, all your projects are running smoothly and your team is not stressed? Now, what? How? How would you? How would you uh, measure that? Measure that? First thing, you need to check if your, all your projects are running as, as per your timeline. So you can track mm-hmm. that, right? You can track if mm-hmm. if it's running as 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 planned or not. Second thing is, is your team utilization um, appropriate? It might just mm-hmm. happen that your two of your design team members are actually working on all ten projects, hmm. right? That will impact your um, um, uh, health of your uh, team. It's very subjective in a in a way. So when you try to quantify a metric uh, for for design ops, you have to be very very careful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to cautiously look into um, uh, the all internal aspect of how how your uh, team or your processes or your project or your stakeholders are looking at it and what aspects are impacting them because that is going to impact the design ops as a program and in return it will impact your ROI. Yeah, I mean it's like we're playing a snake and ladder game you're already trying to answer my next question because uh, my next question would have been uh, what should I keep in mind when I have to quantify this to somebody? Right, uh, mm-hmm. because you know, once I establish those metrics and I start practicing them to measure them, uh, mm-hmm. I also have to quantify them so that I can, you know, present a report to my superiors if required. Uh, yeah. I think you did touch upon quantification. Would you want to add some more to it, or do you think you have covered that? Uh, no, I can add some more. I'm uh, as please, a, please a design. Yeah, sure. As a design professional, I mean. Um, uh, Sashank and me kept on discussing a lot about about this, um, uh, and we believe that we can quantify ROI of design ops um, mm-hmm. by calculating the overall design maturity. Um, mm-hmm. Because by having very desperate metrics can be very confusing, right? Each and everything, if you try to keep keep measuring, it'll be very difficult to justify to the leadership. Anyway, ROI is for for leadership at the same time for us to feel comfortable and happy that the the program that we are running is has has a business impact right so we believe mm-hmm. um, there are few factors that you should be very um, uh, you should consider uh, while running a program design of program check are there any visions goals and metrics set for the design team yes mm-hmm. or no right. is there a multidisciplinary team working on the program or is just like you know one um, no all designer who is pushed to do everything right is the team utilization optimal or is the team stretched is there a process that is being followed hmm. yeah anybody you can still run a project and do whatever you want but is there a process that is being followed are critical design activities like research testing ideation workshops etc happening is the team following any team wide best practices 
or are they creating these things on the go as as they go i mean this can can be very counterproductive every time you keep creating some something is there enough collaboration across the team or people are working in silo hmm. we can mm-hmm. assign certain um, uh, score to it to quantify um, all these aspects of design ops but it's very subjective it requires very delicate handling by all stakeholders um, and requires empathetic leadership strategic direction process orientation sharing of knowledge and a shared culture so with the right parameters in place roi will happen i mean it will manifest itself in the form of efficiency efficacy um, and of course uh, in the way the design team delivers uh, great designs absolutely and i'm sure if there's a platform to do that even better <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, wonderful oro i mean uh, i think i must reach, reach out to my producers and tell them that uh, we should have a dedicated episode on design maturity because i've heard that a lot uh, i think people form the crux of any organization including design design is no different and maybe we should do an episode on what it means to hire amazing people who can contribute to this effort i mean i'll certainly take this back to my producers and we should have a few episodes on that very soon uh to sum it up i, I mean what i have learned out of this conversation is design ops is crucial uh having said that keeping an eye on the roi of design ops is as crucial as implementing uh, design op itself right that's something that i take away from this conversation this has been a fantastic discussion uh, short and sweet i must say and with that we mark the end of this episode we shall meet again very shortly for another episode and so guys stay safe and cheers <laughs>